voices of the night and other poems by henry wadsworth longfellow the skeleton in armor this is the first of the thirteen poems that are grouped under the heading miscellaneous this poem begins with a preface by longfellow the following ballad was suggested to me while riding on the seashore at newport rhode island a year or two previous a skeleton had been dug up at fall river clad in broken and corroded armor and the idea occurred to me of connecting it with the round tower at newport generally known hitherto as the old windmill though now claimed by the danes as a work of their early ancestors professor raffin in the memoirs de la societe royale des antiquaries du nord for eighteen thirty eight through eighteen thirty nine says quote, there is no mistaking in this instance the style in which the more ancient stone edifices of the north were constructed the style which belongs to the roman or anti-gothic architecture and which especially after the time of charlemagne diffused itself from italy over the whole of the west and north of europe where it continued to predominate until the close of the twelfth century that style which some authors have from one of its most striking characteristics called the round arch style the same which in england is denominated saxon and sometimes norman architecture on the ancient structure in newport there are no ornaments remaining which might possibly have served to guide us in assigning the probable date of its erection that no vestige whatever is found of the pointed arch nor any approximation to it it is indicative of an earlier rather than of a later period from such characteristics as remain however we can scarcely form any other inference than one in which i am persuaded that all who are familiar with old northern architecture will concur that this building was erected at a period decidedly not later than the twelfth century this remark applies of course to the original building only and not to the alterations that it subsequently received for there are several such alterations in the upper part of the building which cannot be mistaken and which were most likely occasioned by its being adapted in modern times to various uses for example as the substructure of a windmill and latterly as a hay magazine to the same times may be referred the windows the fireplace and the apertures made above the columns that this building could not have been erected for a windmill is what an architect will easily discern i will not enter into a discussion of the point it is sufficiently well established for the purpose of a ballad though doubtless many an honest citizen of newport who has passed his days within sight of the round tower will be ready to exclaim with sancho god bless me did i not warn you to have a care of what you were doing for that it was nothing but a windmill and nobody could mistake it but one who had the like in his head and now we start with the poem the skeleton in armor speak speak thou fearful guest who with thy hollow breast still in rude armor dressed comest to daunt me wrapped not in eastern balms but with thy fleshless palms stretched as if asking alms why dost thou haunt me then from those cavernous eyes pale flashes seemed to rise as when the northern skies gleam in december 
and like the water's flow under december's snow came a dull voice of woe from the heart's chamber i was a viking old my deeds though manifold no scald in song has told no saga taught thee take heed that in thy verse thou dost the tale rehearse else dread a dead man's curse for this i sought thee far in the northern land by the wild baltic strand i with my childish hand tamed the gur falcon and with my skates fast bound skimmed that half-frozen sound that the poor whimpering hound trembled to walk on oft to his frozen lair tracked i the grizzly bear while from my path the hare fled like a shadow oft through the forest dark followed the werewolf's bark until the soaring lark sang from the meadow but when i older grew joining a corsair's crew o'er the dark sea i flew with the marauders wild was the life we led many the souls that sped many the hearts that bled by our stern orders many a wassail bout wore the long winter out often our midnight shout set the cocks crowing as we the berserk's tail measured in cups of ale draining the oaken pail filled to o'erflowing once as i told in glee tales of the stormy sea soft eyes did gaze on me burning yet tender and as the white stars shine on the dark norway pine on that dark heart of mine fell their soft splendour i wooed the blue-eyed maid yielding yet half afraid and in the forest's shade our vows were plighted under the loosened vest fluttered her little breast like birds within their nest by the hawk frighted bright in her father's hall shields gleamed upon the wall loud sang the minstrels all chanting his glory when of old hildebrand i asked his daughter's hand mute did the minstrels stand to hear my story while the brown ale he quaffed loud then the champion laughed as the wind gusts waft the sea foam brightly so the loud laugh of scorn out of those lips unshorn from the deep drinking horn blew the foam lightly she was a prince's child i but a viking wild and though she blushed and smiled i was discarded should not the dove so white follow the sea-mew's flight why did they leave that night her nest unguarded scarce had i put to sea bearing the maid with me fairest of all was she among the norsemen when on the white sea strand waving his armed hand saw we old hildebrand with twenty horsemen then launched they to the blast bent like a reed each mast yet we were gaining fast when the wind failed us and with a sudden flaw came round the gusty scaw so that our foe we saw laugh as he hailed us and as to catch the gale round veered the flapping sail death was the helmsman's hail death without quarter midships with iron keel struck we her ribs of steel down her black hull did reel through the black water as with his wings aslant sails the fierce cormorant seeking some rocky haunt 
with his prey laden so toward the open main beating to sea again through the wild hurricane bore i the maiden three weeks we westward bore and when the storm was o'er cloud-like we saw the shore stretching to leeward there for my lady's bower built i a lofty tower which to this very hour stands looking seaward there lived we many years time dried the maiden's tears she had forgot her fears she was a mother death closed her mild blue eyes under that tower she lies ne'er shall the sun arise on such another still grew my bosom then still as a stagnant fen hateful to me were men the sunlight hateful in the vast forest here clad in my warlike gear fell i upon my spear oh death was grateful thus seamed with many scars bursting these prison bars up to its native stars my soul ascended there from the flowing bowl deep drinks the warrior's soul skull to the northland skull thus the tale ended end of section twelve the skeleton in armor this librivox recording is in the public domain